today. Zarin brought the member of Chazal, Rav Zera, that he wasn't prepared to wait even uh, for the boat to cross the river Teretisro. He climbed across on, the ro- on a rock. He sprang across the river. This is a place where Moshe and Aaron weren't zeichet to. How do I know I'm going to be zeichet? And therefore, besides for the halachic aspects of the Mahalas of Eretz Yisrael, if you saw about the spiritual Mahalas advantages of Eretz Yisrael, it's uh, how strong the yearning was for the Gedolim in, at the time of the Gemara, in Chutzlar, to come to Eretz Yisrael. At that point, Sinada Kuzari, the king, responds to him, and he says to him in Eishchav Gimel, he says, Amar Kuzari, Imkain atamakate b'chavas terascha. It says, that's the case, Chacham, that there's such an importance attached to Eretz Yisrael, then the Jewish people are lacking, so to speak, they're not fulfilling what the Torah requires from them. He says, talking to the Jews in his time, which were dispersed in, around the world, he says, I don't see that you are making Eretz Yisrael your dream, your goal, somewhere you want to love, even somewhere you want to get to die. And you say in the davening, like we say, Rachem al Tzion, because it's the base Chayen, it's the source of life. The time ki Ashkinda Shavu Elav, and you believe that Ashkinda is still there by the base of Mikdash. If the only Ma'ala of all the Ma'alas you said on Eretz Yisrael is the fact that the Ashkinda still, so to speak, resides in the Kaisel, in the Makkah Mikdash, for 900 years. From the time of the Churban until the, more or less the time of the was written. Anybody who has a neshama should yearn to be there, should long to go there. But this should be zeichet Like we see that we just mentioned, like the Gemara, how much they valued going to Israel. Besides the fact that the Shishara Shemaim. Like again, because the Chacham himself told him this. On that point, he says even the other nations accept, which is why the other religions have also, so to speak, tried to force themselves into Yerushalayim. They understand that that's a, a source of spirituality. For them also. For they don't have any spirituality, but that's it. That's the case for us. So they remember, they understand they have to try and grab something from Yerushalayim as well. And they go and think this is something which they have to get a, a foothold in as well. And therefore they, they have to frame their religion about that also. Now, Christianity is more understandable because, at least according to their version, uh, Yashka lived in Yerushalayim. Uh, Islam, there's absolutely no reason for it. Muhammad never came near Yerushalayim. But, except, except he has to say that he had a dream, that he went in, in his dream he went to Yerushalayim and from there he went up to heaven. He never came to Yerushalayim. The whole thing is just a, a story he told because he had to connect some to Yerushalayim. Right. And the best minister was there, the Pasuk says, that they used to come, Emerol came to Mo'u, they came, they were overawed, they were overtaken by traveling because that was in the Shekhinah was visible. It was, it was something, a presence which was felt. Today we go to the coastal, we know it's there, we don't feel it the same way, that's part of the goddess. But nevertheless, says it, because if you know it's there, then you should long to be near it. Right in here. There's two different things. The one idea is the fact that things happen in Eretz Yisrael with a certain Ashkocha protest. We spoke about this yesterday. Eretz Yisrael, Hashem, Elokei Chabah. 
and by everything. Whatever happens in Israel is, is directly uh, orchestrated by Hashem, which is why when 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 the way it's meant to be, Eretz Yisrael uh, is nauseated by the government. The pasuk says, "Kashekoyes agoyes shefnechem." He says, "Expect the nat." Hashem doesn't want them here, right? That's not because again the shefer from him, but because he controls Eretz Yisrael. Now it's another point that is where is the channel of shefer to each nation. So he said, when Klai Yisrael, when Eretz Yisrael came directly to us, and when we in Godless, it means it's coming there via whichever nation we in Godless by. So through them we're getting our shepherd, if that's the case. They're going to be in the shepherd from whichever nation they're part of as well. Well, where does Eretz Yisrael get a shepherd from today? It's not controlled by Britain or the Ottoman Empire or anybody. The Arab Rav. We spoke about this once before. There's a concept called the Arab Rav. When there's no one unique uh, power, like there was when there was a, a Malchus such as uh, Yavan or, or even Adam, right? but today there isn't such a Malchus in the world. And therefore there's the Siddal Melech Koyim, we spoke about that there's a, the last point of the Malchus Adam, it like degenerates into a mixed multitude of like a Commonwealth or a United Nations, whatever you want to call it. Or something all the nations together, that's the area of Rav. It's a mixture of everybody, and that becomes a source of Shepherd. And for sure, as Israel, like the Zara says, the Achasiyam will be under the control of the area of Rav. He says, Those religions that believe that the Neshamas on the way up to heaven went through Yerushalayim. That's, that's what they believe in. And that's a case where a Navi has to receive revelation from Shemayim. Now, again, that's true. That was a source of Nevo. Like we know, Akkadish Prophet says this clearly, that Nevo came down, we benched Nehakrubim. Which was so the Arna Kodesh was in the Kodesh Hakadoshim, and through that the book came down to the world. It's one of the, like everything else in Islam. It's something which has been taken from a Jewish concept and they applied to themselves as well. In other words, in the time of Muhammad, to so say that that's where he received prophecy from, went up to heaven. It was the time of the Khurban. There wasn't anything in Shulayim then, but being as that's what we Kaiso believed in, so we made that take it over as well. This is so glaringly obvious. There were Jews in Arabia at the time. His wife was a Jew. Yeah. Now, there were the, the, this is so glaringly obvious that you see places which the Arabs lay claim to, which has absolutely nothing to do with the tradition. Uh, but they build mosques there just for the reason because for the Jews it's a holy site, so they feel they have to do, they, have, they have something to do with it. For example, Shmuel Kev, Shmuel Anavi, for example, just as one example, uh, which has absolutely nothing to do with the Arab religion. As Shmuel Anavi is a Navi, but uh, if that's the case, they have to connect to it as well. Kevin Yosef, the same idea. Yeah, whatever it's going to be. All these places that have nothing to do with, well, I think Moshe Ben's is anyway. But all these places which have nothing to do with their religion, but it's just like taken away. If we respect, they respect it also. So that's the idea of how Makhma Mikdash is being a place where even the Goyim understood the importance of it. Everyone turns towards it. And now the Khazari goes into, so to speak, an attack. And he says, if that's the case, I see Jews that the fact that when you bow down to Shalim, when you down towards Shalim, it's really flattery. Or flattery. Or you're just doing it without understanding what you're doing. Why? Because you don't have any real like, push to go to Shalim. So the honor you're giving to it by seriously turning towards it or by clearing it is so important, if you really believe what you're saying, so get up and go there. 
why don't you, why don't you, you know, carry out what you hold is important? And that's what he says. You see yourself, you just said it yourself, Chachim. And all the, all the ancestors who wanted to live there more than whenever the homeland was. Even to be there as Gairim was more than being prominent citizens in the places they came from. He's talking about Abraham Avinu, for example. Abraham, whose family and everything is established in Haran or Kastim, whichever stage it was, and he gets up to be Lagur Barat, to be a, a traveler, a stranger, so to speak. So you see, that was, that was considered important. And that was called the Imshilai Haisabais in Nirasa Shkhinaba. In the time of Abraham Avinu, that was before there was the Shkhin and Harabais. And the just the fact that it was there to Israel was important enough of a reason for Abraham Avinu to relocate and move there. And at the time, I will host him in the Zim of Avedazar, like we know from the Torah. The Canaanim were there at the time, there was rampant immorality and rampant idolatry. That's why I shouldn't read the math. That's in the name of the Nevertheless, the office wanted to be there. Even in times of famine, with no food to eat, they only left Eretz Israel the Mitzvah Sashem. They didn't want to leave Eretz Israel. And suddenly after that, they wanted their bonds to be carried back. He's talking about Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Abraham was the one who gave up his family and his prestige and his place and moved to Eretz Yisrael as a girl. Yitzchok, in the time of famine, he wanted to move and Hashem told him not to move. So he remained in Eretz Yisrael, even though it was in the time of famine. And Yaakov, who was forced to leave Eretz Yisrael, but at least he asked that they bring his bonds back to bury them in Eretz Yisrael. So, so the, the argument of the king is, based on your own explanation of the importance of Eretz Yisrael, and your own history of how much Eretz Yisrael was respected, then you're not living up to your own ideals. You're not keeping to your own standards. Right? He says, uh, you're not fulfilling the, 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 the field of the Torah. That's interesting, because as you do it, there's an argument uh, between the Rishonim and who count the mitzvahs. Is there a mitzvah today of living in Eretz Yisrael? Right? Today, when there's a mitzvah. Today, in the times of the goddess, there's still a mitzvah of Yeshua or not. Let's do it. The Ramban doesn't count this as a mitzvah. The Ramban does. It's also interesting that the Ramban himself moved to Eretz Yisrael. Uh, the Ramban, even though there was a short period of time in Eretz Yisrael, but most of his life he wasn't in Eretz Yisrael. Um, so the, the, it's interesting that the Kazari, Yura Levi, again, who was alive at the same time as the Ramban, doesn't go to the root of it, the Chiyuv. He goes to the root of the importance of it, and therefore he, he frames the question in the mouth of the king, that you're not keeping up to what you yourself consider important. And if you really believed what you're saying, that in the province of Eretz Yisrael, and how much it's a land of Kedush, and how much is more Tzad and how much is more Tzad and whatever it's going to be, so why don't you see Kaiyosh for getting up and going there? the Rishonim. And let's say it differently. What we have in the Rishonim is in Machlokas, when Avram left Eretz Yisrael to go to Mitzrayim because of the famine, so there's three different options. It does say this is one of the Avram's Tzad in other words, that the fact that Avram came to Israel and as he arrives, there's a famine. Instead of complaining, Hashem, this is the land you brought me to, I can't even afford food to eat. He doesn't complain, he goes into Mitzrayim because he had no choice. But uh, the Nisayim was not to complain about Eretz Yisrael. So that's the Shem like that. The Dazu Shem learned that uh, one of the Nisayim was to go down to Mitzrayim. That was what he was meant to do. Hashem told him to go into Mitzrayim after coming to Israel. And then there's what we have today in the Ramban that the Ramban writes that our deity, it was a mistake of Avraham Avinu to have Mitzrayim. He should have stayed in Eretz Yisrael. And uh, it, 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 he says that was one of the reasons of the Oynesh, so to speak. He later went down to Mitzrayim and Godless because Avraham 
had willingly gone on to Mitzrayim instead of remaining in Yisrael. It's such a Ramban. Right, okay, this is a nice office in the Bible. I have to say something, which uh, a story I heard. I heard from a Chashvatam Chacham, an old man today. He said he was once at a Shiva Brachas. When, and in the orders, Ramosha Feinstein was up there, it's a Talmud of the Shiva. So he was, was his friend was getting married, so he spoke, uh, he had the Torah to Shiva Brachas. And he mentioned this Ramban, that it was the mistake of Avraham Avinu uh, to go down to Mitzvah. So he said to me that after the spark, Ramosha called him over, and Ramosha told him that he doesn't believe Ramban said that. He said, uh, can you ask somebody falsified Ramban and put such a line into Ramban? And what was his raya? He said, it's, not, it's a very interesting raya. He said, the Rishonim are not allowed to criticize people in Tanakh. Criticize the personalities of Tanakh. It's not the original one in the darker, he's not allowed to criticize people in Tanakh. He says, Chazal are allowed to do it because Chazal spoke with Rechel Kodesh. So if Chazal find fault with Abraham, or with David, or with Shlomo, or with Moshe, whatever it's going to be, Chazal entitled to do it. It wasn't their personal opinion, they're speaking with Rechel Kodesh and they're allowed to say what they say. The Rishonim can quote Chazal, they can explain Chazal. But for a reason to come along and make an accusation against one of the others, which we don't find in Chazal, it can't be it's true. Uh, Moshe says, he, says uh, he believes that this Ramban has been forged somewhere along the line, but the Ramban never wrote that. Kach Shemati from an Aid Nehman, he said he heard it from Ramosha. What's interesting is that you have the Rabbanu Bechaya. Rabbanu Bechaya is the Talmud of the Ramban. 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 He quotes him the whole time. And in the beginning of the Echacha, he quotes this Ramban. He quotes this Ramban word for word. So if it was a forgery, it was a very early forgery. Because the Rebbe Mechai already brings it down. Could be, I don't know. But we have it from Rebbe Mechai quoting the Ramban and saying this. So it's very interesting. But again, Rebbe Mechai, you say it is true. Since when we don't find that you have the right to, you know, to find fault with the others, we uh, don't do that. But there is such a, at least it says like this, it's printed in the Ramban. Whoever wrote it, I don't know. It's printed in the Ramban that the one that was wrong of Abraham being the ground to Mitzrayim. Now, so now we have those three opinions. The first one being that the, Abraham went on his own choice and he, his, the mile of it was he didn't complain. Uh, the second choice is that he was meant to go, as she wanted him to do. And the third choice is he wasn't meant to go, but he went anyway. The way that it seems that Rabbi Levi understands what he's telling us over here is that it was the Mitzvah He wouldn't have gone out without the Mitzvah In other words, he was instructed to go, like a second mile, and otherwise he wouldn't have left. And what's his raya? His raya is from Yitzchok. The same thing happened again in the time of Yitzchak, and Yitzchak also wanted to go into Mitzrayim, and here Hashem told him, don't go, so he didn't go. So he's, we don't assume Avram would have been worse than that, which means if Avram did decide to go, we're assuming that Hashem allowed him to go. Or when Yaakov wanted to go into Mitzrayim later, when Yosef was there, so we have Mephurish in the Pasuk, Hashem told him to go into Mitzrayim. So we see that then he writes Israel without a tip. And this is all used, therefore, as the accusation of the, the king against Klai Israel, who owns that Macbid about Eretz Israel. Now, I want to have a good answer to this. So he says like this, in Ezra Talit, Omer HaChavim, Hayvashtani Melech Kozak, you've embarrassed me. You're right, I don't have an answer for you. The question is a question, you've, you've, and he said, when you said it the first time around, in the first shahar, Kilisa Kharposeinu, you've uncovered our weakness. Va'oven azeh asheh man'anu mehashlamas ma'ashe ya'adnu ba'alekim b'vayashani. And this was the Avera, which prevented us getting the Shlemus of our Hashem, wanted us to get in the time of Baal Shani, and this is an amazing thing. 
Right? We know that Bayashani, everything was in a much lower level than Bayashani. There wasn't Samuel Shkhinah, there wasn't Aaron Kodesh, there wasn't the Bo, uh, there wasn't even the Shmitz and Yevom and the Shaman, there lots of things that never Bayashani. Says the Sidra Levi, what prevented us from having that is because not all Eretz, not all Kayashal came back to Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, we didn't have the, we, since not all Kayashal came back, we didn't have the same level of Eretz Yisrael. Commotion now, am I Rani Vasimchi Bastion? It could have been that the Indian like Shechina, Nebu, would have descended in Bayashani like it was in Bayashishan. If everyone would have wanted to come back willingly, then the Shechina would have come back also. Where does Rabbi Yola Levi have the right to say such a thing? So he has a Gemara. There's a inspiration in the words of the Gemara. The Gemara says that in the Pasuk, Ad Yavor Amcha Hashem, this is the first time Israel came into Eretz Israel. This is the second time Israel came back to Eretz Israel, the time of Ezra. And that the Gemara says that Roy for Israel, that they should have had Nisim, the second time they came into Israel, like the first time, the second the re-entry to Eretz Israel, the time of Ezra, the second coming, so to speak, to Eretz Israel, should have been as miraculous as the first time, but the Chait was Gara. That's the Shal Gemara. The Gemara doesn't explain what's the Chet. And Rabbi Yolai is explaining to us here, amazing thing. He says what should have been was that the same Nisim and the same Racha Kodesh, the same level of, of Shechina should have been in Bayez Shein, there wasn't Bayez Shein. And what was the Chet? The Klaishol didn't want to come back. The Klaishol didn't want to come back. Avoshavu Miktasam, Nisharu Rubam, Ugdoyleyem Bebavu. Roitzim Begodos, Bavoydash, Leifardu, Mishkhaniseyem, Minyanem. Most of Klaishol didn't want to come back in town of Ezra. They'd rather stay in Babel, where they had their houses, where they had their businesses, wherever it was going to be, even though it was in Godless. And that was the majority of Israel, the greater of Israel. And there was a severe, so to speak, accusation against the Jewish people because of that. Hashem didn't send the Shekhinah back either. If Israel don't show it's important to them to want to come back to Israel, the Shekhinah is going to respond in kind. I'm asleep and my heart is awake. That we in Golos means we are asleep. We don't have the, we aren't awake. We don't have the connection to Nevoah. There were Nevim who still had the Nevoah. It's going to puzzle the church here. My beloved calls, knocks, calls out to me. Hashem was saying, come back. Come back to Israel. My head is... Nimla is covered with tal, which literally means Jew, but it means that Ashkena Shiyatsa Mitzlale Amikdash. That the Shkena was going to descend again. Umar Shama, what's Taisha's answer? It's too hard for me. Bashatati Askutanti, Eichachal, Bashana, I don't get up, it's too difficult. I'm comfortable in Goddess. Yes, and that's Lusum Nashuv. And what Hashem do? Doidi Sharach Yadim in Nahor. My beloved sends his hand through a crack in the wall to try and Wake me up. Al Ezra she points over him in the chemer and Levim. Hashem sent Levim to tell him, "Come on, let's go. Come back to Israel." Ad shehoidu ktsasam lashuv hoido built igmura. Even the ones who did come back, it was uh, not not certain. Hoido built igmura. The few people who came back, it was kind of in in, in an uncertain way. Our kashal kaya chasal too difficult for us. So this was. Klai Yisrael's opportunity 
to come back to Eretz Yisrael and regain what they lost from the time of the first goddess. And Klayishol didn't do that, and therefore they never got that back again. I just have to finish with a, an amazing uh, insight. The time of the second re- return, before the building of the second base of Mikdash, already then this was a time on Klayishol. Why don't you come back? Why don't you come back? And what do we lose from that? What we lost out is that we never, even though there was meant to be a second base of Mikdash, it never regained the splendor or the level of the first base of Mikdash, not because it couldn't have. Because Klayishol didn't want it. They weren't prepared to come back to Israel. So the Rav Yudha Levi is being murdered to what the king told him. He says, it's true, this is our weak point. If we don't, if we don't appreciate Eretz Yisrael enough, we're too comfortable in Gogas. Like I said, I was going to tell you an amazing insight, which is written in the Seder Hadiris of Rav Halprin. Rav Halprin, a long time ago. In the Seder Hadiris. Um, there's two, there's one from the Tanoi. There's another one, the Seder Hadiris, after the time of the Gemara. It's a few hundred years old. He writes about the, he writes about the, the First Crusade when the Jews of Germany all got killed in Kedosh Hashem. Specifically in cities of, uh, three big cities, Spain, Mainz, and Rome. And he writes like this. He found the letter, I don't know where. He writes like this. He says, when, when Ezra Sefer came back to Eretz Israel, so he le- sent a, a letter to the Jewish communities around the world, saying, I've come back to Yishalayim, we're building second base of come back and join us. The Jewish presence in Germany, in, specifically in Rome, went back to the time of Baichani. The, the people who went there originally were the exiles from Bayez Rishon, and they really built, uh, built into the community there. And the community responded to Ezra. The prince, I don't know where he got this from. The prince said that the response of the Jews of Germany to Ezra was that we're happy to support you, if whatever it is, and send you money, that kind of thing. But we, we, we're very comfortable here in Germany where we have good relations with the guy, and there's no reason for us to come back to Israel. We're happy where we are. So he writes like this. He says, that was a kitrug against the Jews of Germany. That they invited to come back to the town of Bethlehem to Israel, and they turned it down. He said, it took over 1,500 years. 1,500 years. Over 1,500 years. So what happened in the time of the Crusades is the Pope at the time, I think it was Gregory I, it doesn't make a difference, whoever the Pope was, he gets up and he tells all the non-Jews of France and Germany, you're going up to Yishalayim, you're going to take back the Holy City. And everybody gets up and they make this armor of crusades, and it says, that was Ma'ur in Shemayim. Goyim are prepared to get up and go fight Yishalayim. Jews, you weren't prepared to do this? And he says, that was the Kitra which brought to the first crusade. That's how all those Kitra got wiped out. Because this was Ma'ur the Kitra. If the Goyim are prepared to go up and fight Yishalayim, where were you? Where were you? It's an amazing thing. It's Ma'ur the same you said. Who says this? Yeah, instead of there, seriously there. Idea, I don't know where he got it from. He brings this letter from the Jews of Germany to Ezra. And he says, this was the reason why there was a Kitrog, and that's why they got destroyed. An unbelievable point. But it's, uh, it's my mission that he said that the Kuzari lady is telling us. This was always Thaishal's weakness. This was always Thaishal's weakness. There wasn't enough of an appreciation, even when there was a Mesa Migdash, for the Mesa Migdash, probably to that. So, I'm not finishing his, his discussion. He had better next time we'll go back to it from here.